bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is the truth of the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got so much stuff going on this afternoon. I'm excited because the folks from Northwestern Mutual will be in shortly. And uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff that I'm talking about right now. But what I had to do and what I'm going to do every Wednesday is give you information on a book that I'm reading so that you too can Check it out as well. Does that make sense? All right. So this will be short. This will be quick because I want to bring my guests in as soon as possible. Um, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright from Northwestern Mutual. So words matter. And we keep hearing this, this mantra until it actually comes to money. And then at this point, we need to understand and switch to realize that actually definitions matter. I mean, take something like unemployment. Think about the city of Milwaukee. Martin Luther King said, when we look at mass unemployment in the black community, we look as if it's a social problem. Yet when there's unemployment, in the white community, it's referred to as depression. So the book, The Color of Money, Black Banks and the Racial Wealth Gap by Mesra Baradaran <clears throat> looks at how banks can be the engine to black wealth, but they also caused a lot of issues in the black community. 
And that's something we have to address because when you look at Milwaukee, I think we only have two banks. Is Seaway Bank still here? And Legacy Bank closed Northwestern, not Northwestern, uh, North Milwaukee State Bank. Went into receivership and we have Columbia Savings and Loan. Now, I don't know about you, but I need to figure out how to go into Columbia Savings and Loan and open up an account just to say it's open. So I can put money back in the black community so they can invest. You see, the black community has long been pushed outside the main arteries of American commerce. After slavery, we were promised 40 acres and a mule. Instead, we got the Freedmen's Bank. And instead of owning a farm as a business and making money ourselves, we put our money in banks that failed. And that money and subsequent banks, we lost money. And so it made me figure out that banks used to help people out of poverty. They actually became victim of the same poverty. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put it this way. In Milwaukee, homes on the north side are worth less than homes on the south side. So then for a black bank financing a north side home, loans are two things, more costly But based on federal policies and banks and state policies on banks, they're actually less stable. Yet whenever a black community rose above these negative aspects, historically, the community was destroyed. Just just think Rosewood. Think Tulsa. Those Those are great examples. But then another example is businesses in Milwaukee are unwilling to create jobs in the neighborhoods. Yet we build up a downtown that's already built up. Now, I'll leave you with this question. And this is by no means a slight because I I think that this company does a great job and I love it. And my guests are going to actually be here representing Northwestern Mutual. I would consider in the future If you look at the half a billion dollars they're going to use to expand the campus, I think that's going to be wonderful. That's going to bring money, uh, taxes, people, all those things. And you're going to be able to build up downtown, build up that that near the lake and do phenomenal things. And I'm 100 percent in support. In the future, I would ask, maybe you take 100 million dollars times five and build up five offices around Milwaukee in the neighborhoods that can then build up jobs, money, lunch places, things of that nature. And and just imagine the change that would occur in a neighborhood. Imagine the jobs, imagine the homes, imagine the commerce created, commerce that people would actually put In banks. So when we think about black banks and when we think about the racial gap, the wealth gap, Mizra Baradaran said it in her most powerful book I've read to date. The problem is the color of money. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. 
This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 1017 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 1017 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Northwestern Mutual. We can't tell them they're my favorite people. We just don't say they're here. Rep- <laughs> um, we'll we'll just we'll just I'll, I'll just pretend I said that. How's that? No, you all are my favorite people. One one of the things I love about this is your your minds think like me. Like we'll talk about something and something will go boom, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the next the next time it's on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so this 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 week's topic kind of threw me for a loop because I wasn't expecting it and I thought to myself, man, we should be talking about couples. I think that would be phenomenal to talk about cuz couples this and you know, I'm just going on and on and on. And Danielle goes, "Hey, by, by the way, they 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 changed the next topic to couples." Like, Come on now. <laughs> you know? yeah. Married and before. Because it's one of those things that we just miss. First of all, welcome um J.B. Bell, Miss Erica Wright, welcome. We're happy Thank to be you. here, brother. Thank you. What's it, up, family? It just, it just, like, it's weird. Individually, people tend to do things, but I, I have one, two, maybe three people I know that are getting married. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I would ask, hey, have you talked about such and such? They got everything. They talk about kids, the house they want to live, where they're going to move, send their kids to school. You ain't got kids. Mm-hmm. You're not even married, and you already know where you're sending your kids to school. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to grow up in this suburb. I want to go in that neighborhood in Milwaukee. I want to be on 51st Boulevard. I want to be in the, the neighborhood where they can. Uh, I said, y'all, y'all talk about what bank y'all going to use? They was like, what? <laughs> Figure that out later, like, right? Well, what you. <laughs> You 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 know you're gonna both be working and have money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's gonna be the main quote unquote breadwinner? Who's gonna get but who's gonna get the benefits? Who's gonna get the and mm-hmm. like deer in headlights? It's common. How do you deal with that? How do you figure out when you talk to a couple? That that's first of all, that's got to be the hardest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. To deal with a couple who are like that way, yes, right up yep. and over, yep. and they have and they haven't <laughs> talked about anything and have been married what five eight years, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, more than that, more, I was say, more yeah. than that. We've seen, seen it where I'm like, I'm surprised y'all still married. <laughs> the way that this is working out, <laughs> but you know, so so why is that more? Why is that important? Why is it important for couples to do that to actually have a handle on money? Yeah, and so. For me, I would say it's it's important so that the values align. You understand where the the dollars are going, what what is most important for the family, and it's also important so the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, right? A lot of the times maybe you have 
one person that may be responsible for the bills. And then you have somebody else that may be responsible for um, another set of bills. Mm -hmm. And as bills increase, right, one person may be feeling like, man, I'm, I'm tight over here. I'm really, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot. And then the other person is, you know, free will. Yes. Buying mm-hmm. whatever Balling. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you kind of start to come together and you know what's what's happening, what the full picture is, you can really focus on, OK, let's save this amount of dollars together. What are we, you know, investing as a household overall? Um, what are we saving for, right. you know, for the, the long term? Right. Everything just starts to kind of align when you got the full picture of everything versus everybody working in silos. Mm-hmm. So then, I'm sorry. You need, no, 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 no. That's fine. So I don't, I don't understand why they don't discuss it. Like, what, what are the, what, what kind of barriers are causing people to talk about how many children they're going to have, but not how to pay for them? Like, that's just weird to me. Well, you know, when you you think about money. Money comes with a lot of emotional attachments to it, right? Very emotional. And, and as these long are, as I can spend it, it's, the, it's the, all right. the, the kids may not be here today, but you've been dealing with Ooh. money for a long time. So you've been developing habits for a very, very long time. Right. And typically, when you're in a situation where um, you're putting your goals out there, like you, you have some people that don't want to share goals because you know they don't want bad energy around. But you have other people that are running away from accountability. Um, you know, when you start to tell someone, hey, these are my habits, these are my uh, my blind spots. And, you know, again, when when someone's used to buying something, it almost sounds like a, an addiction sometimes to buying things that maybe they don't need. That's hard to put that out. Did he say almost? <laughs> say yeah. So I got to stop buying my. Well, I went in knowing I love sweaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, too, about the times. Right. So right. like we we grow up where. You know, for a lot of a lot of our parents, you know, money was it was secrecy. Like, you know, you know, you're like not, I still have no idea what my mother made. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not they're not talking right. about. You right. know, I will give it to the newer generation right now in the sense of a lot of times I'm like, man, they just they just put everything out there yep. all the time, yep. all of their business. Yep. But they are a bit more forthcoming. Like we're right. we're, we're talking more about like pay in the right. workplace, and I don't it's think not this a is taboo enough. Thing. I need more. This mm. is, but okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, what I'm saying is, we were brought up to where it was secret. Yeah, and so right. now one, you may have to start to come off of more of what you you know what you make to include to the household. A lot of people don't. Don't like that idea. If I'm, you know, making a certain amount of dollars, you may want me to spend. Yeah. Contribute more or spend my money on things that may not align with my values. And that's why I say that conversation needs to have happen up front. So, you know what people's values are regarding the money. Mm -hmm. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you have a question for Erica Wright and J.B. Bell about. Hmm. I don't even know if I want to ask because if it's a couple calling about money, it's going to start a fight. No, no, we're not going to start. You ain't going to start a fight. We see no. it. We see it happen. So, so you all are good at de-escalation. Is that what I'm hearing? We've had to do it. Oh, we sure have. Wow, there's a dose of honesty wow. you shall get too if you come this way. It's retirement too, right? Yeah. When you want oh, yeah. different things in mm-hmm. retirement, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, yeah. but see, but see, for me, we're planning on. X amount, we're going to be here. We're not going to have this, this, and this. So we can we can do that and that and just kind of 
like it's 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 a weird space of once I'm like I don't have anything to pay for. Um, yeah. What do I do with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like like literally, I could sell my house, go live in an apartment, mm-hmm. and I don't have. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I can travel. I can go places. Yeah, well, can, see, a lot of people, you know, they're they're wanting to get to where you're at, but when the money has right. some priorities, or when you have to, when you have to prioritize it and figure right. out, okay, what are these dollars going to go towards? Things get a little bit more hairy. And yeah. so, what I what I actually had to do, right? So, I have two daughters. They're five years apart. So, high school and college were four, four, four break, four, four, four break. Four, four, mm. four, break, four, 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 break, right? So I had to sit here and think, okay, so I got 12 years, no, 16 years of this straight through. Mm-hmm. Four years of high school and four years of college for both of them mm-hmm. with a one-year break in between each. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. So for 18 years, I had to plan. Yeah. We got to pay for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just went back to Hawaii in January. And you didn't take since 1992. Okay, right? Because my daughter was born, Mm -hmm. so you have to prioritize. Is that the kind of thing you talk about when you literally have to plan? But is but is that a conversation you have before you get married, or like how do you? It it better be if I when I can when we have people um, get engaged, um, you know, if they're together, we we're always trying to get them to think about these things early on, and just saying like that money Mm -hmm. is one of the primary issues why marriages don't make it. And you have to remember, if you're going to do this thing about getting married, the goal really is to become compatible with this person to work. Like we, we go into these marriages all glossy, but then we get into them. Sometimes we do things that are completely contrary to being compatible. And so if only you know what's happening with your money or really anything, if you think about it, if you're the only person that knows how to get it to work the right way and figure it out, the question becomes what happens when you're no longer here? You know, how does your family piece right. together this complex we right. put together? You know, but then also, too, when you're building, we got debt, you know, trying to get strategic, building a plan. It's really hard to do that when one person isn't sharing what right. they actually have. So is it important not only to share because you, you talk about having those important conversations, but is it important to share if you're not? Because, you know, many times it works down to we think this person is good with money, but actually that person is good for money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This person is a saver. That person is a spender, but they also do all the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. once you get that worked out, is that a, or I guess I should say the opposite. Is that something you talk about before? Like while you're engaged, what are, what are the, the, the two or three important things that this is what you have to talk about? Otherwise this ain't going to work. Yep. So, um, yeah. One of the things that I think needs to be, you know, out and open is salaries. Right. Wait, We're what? talking about. Stop. Okay. Oh, stop. Yeah. Stop. Are you telling me that there are people that are going to get married, but don't know what they make or even married and don't know what their spouse makes? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? All the time. I'm telling Kyle, you. Kyle, you can come do the show now. I'm done. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yes, from all different stop. Um, very salary levels. I am, I am being totally I serious. Yes. Stop. Yeah. Yes. Or, you yeah. are married to someone and yes. you have no idea what they make. Yes. Y'all just split up the bills and that was it. Wow. Yeah. We, we, the, yeah. Yeah. And then, or. Now, is, is, is that a, is that a millennial thing? A Gen X thing? Or? No, no, that's no. all across the board. All across the board. Wow. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe, you know, you're finding that out on the first <clears throat> joint tax return. What? 
versus, you know, mm-hmm. but so you definitely want to have mm-hmm. that conversation. Like, how much do you make? How much, you know, you all are. Wow. You know, sometimes people, they, they may be together for a while, five, 10 years. And just after, you know, trying on their own devices. Right. And, and right. maybe there was a big issue to where they just said, I'm going to do me you, and you do you. And then after so many years goes by, they look back and you realize it's hard to piece it together. So it, it can happen. I'm it does happen. I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So you are married to somebody. You are you own a house, cars, credit cards. I think stuff, it's crazy. And yeah. you have no idea what your spouse makes. Yep. We you have no put idea the same if your money spouse in is in trouble with taxes. You have mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. All across the Joint country. Joint property state? Ooh. Yeah, all across the country. Another thing is the debt. You want to get a good understanding of what debt you're going Looking to be, into. you know, yeah, yeah, taking on, right? Um, do they have a lot of student loans? Do uh, they have credit card debt? What does all mm-hmm. of that look like? Yeah, over the years, we've seen situations where someone may not, they didn't disclose the full amount of a credit card debt or something, the other spouse finds out, and then... You know, then they have to work together, obviously, to get it down quicker. Otherwise, you just kind of waste interest. But we, that's been a that's wow. a thing we've seen commonly. Wow. Well, can can y'all stay another twelve minutes? And, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. um, when we come back, I wanna I wanna look at <laughs> how you have a conversation and you know have a person still think you love me when you find out I've been struggling making thirty thousand dollars and you make ninety and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I know Valentine's Day is coming up and. That's probably not a good time to get into a fight about money. <laughs> Hopefully we can help frame, frame that conversation frame well. Frame the question. You know, so so I, I want to talk about how, how do you approach yeah. that particular conversation? You're listening yeah. to Truth in the Afternoon, uh, J.B. Bell. <laughs> Luckily, they're not married, so they can have the conversation. <laughs> and Erica Wright, uh, Northwestern Mutual Financial Empowerment. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 1017 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 1017 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. I'm here with Erica Wright and J.B. Bell from the Bell and Wright Financial Advisors, Northwestern Mutual. So, talking text lines said basically, (laughs) I understood exactly what they said when they wrote it. They want you to talk about, and, and it's in line with the whole how do people know they spouse love them when they, you know, when someone challenges you, when your spouse challenges you about money. How do you handle that? I'm going a, I'm to a kick that to, to JB because he's the one with the, uh, um, you know, the words. Uh, when, when someone challenges you, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I think the first thing you do when someone challenges you is to first just just pause a little bit. And um, and something that I've really worked hard to do over my life is just to 
when I when I hear something or if my kids do something or my wife says something, it's just a, almost you just say almost like a little prayer. Like sometimes you have to kind of <laughs> I go before God before I go yourself. before family sometimes. You well, know what I mean? I think you have to, to, but, okay. to, to, to really process and make sure. And, mm-hmm. and then then you just want to remember there's always going to be, um, you know, you know what I what someone says. Right. And then there's, um, you know, what what you heard. OK. And then there's um, what they meant. And then there's what you believe, right? And I think um, for me, I just try to, you know, really when I'm challenged to really make sure before I jump into everything, hey, can you first just really go in depth and tell me what you mean by that? Where is that coming from? And I think that's one of the perfect places to start with money. Like, you know, hey, I understand you're you're feeling like I'm not disclosing, but how is that making you feel? So I think that's one thing is just pausing a little bit, right? right? Secondly, I think when you get to places where the challenge is so deep and it's so emotional, that is a cue that you do need to get some outside help. And um, it's no different than if you're a therapy, if it's no different if you were needed a physical trainer, if you needed a coach, if you weren't performing well. This is another place where I think having an outside party like an advisor team to come in can really help you just, you know, reorient your thinking and um, figure out where some of those blind spots are. And it's a mute, it's a neutral ground that isn't mm. going to lean more to either side. They're going to stand wow. on truth um, beyond but then what about those outside challenges that come, right? We're a family, mm-hmm. kids. I'm, I'm the, I'm the mm-hmm. kid, by the way, and you all are the mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. And there's child support. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, there's, that, there's that other outside party mm-hmm. that keeps coming in, siphoning off and draining off your money. Mm-hmm. How do you have that conversation or help people understand that it's not going away? Mm-hmm. but we have to plan for it. Mm-hmm. There's literally a spot for that in, in our budget. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, up front and we're talking about right. the, the values of the family and where are we going to put money towards? That's something that's realistically, that's just needed to be part of the budget. Um before we, you know, even start to mm-hmm. get to other aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it's, I think, having that that conversation, especially is a lot of times where we, we may see people who have outside children and then the children within, you know, the 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 current marriage, you know, how is, what what is the amount that we're, you know, spending on, the kids and extracurriculars and things like that. Um, because again, the values are different for a lot of people. So when you say values, mm-hmm. is that something that has to be in that conversation before you get married? Cause I don't, I don't, I can't probably been married too long. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember that. Mm-hmm. They were just always the same. We knew ahead of time, regardless of whatever else happens, these are the, these are the, the, the points that we want to reach. Yeah. You, you want to do that before Dr. Cannon. And I, and I think our, um, our marriage success rate is telling us that we're not doing a good job of preparing for it. And something you said is money is the number one reason why people get divorced. Exactly. Okay. So, so it's, or it's a definitely Definitely primary, right. What I would say too is it's an ongoing conversation, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're, we're forever (laughs) changing, right? Mm -hmm. Things, Life changes. And so, you know, my maybe, you know, things that I may have wanted or, 
the where I was mm-hmm. in life five years ago is very different right now. And so it's it's not just one conversation before we get married, right? It's an evolving conversation that we should have a yearly planning meeting based off of, right. you know, what's on the docket for the year. Uh, what do we need to prepare for? We should do it monthly. Okay, what's happening this month that, you know, we need to be aware of? Um, so it's, to me, all of those things are ongoing. It's not of we should do this before. Obviously, we should make, you know, um, effort to know what our partners have going on, right? We will want to know that you paying some child support before we say I do, but the conversation doesn't just stop there. Yeah, it's no different. It's like, you know, being a professional. I mean, imagine if your doctor, once he became a doctor 20, 30 years ago, never read anything new about what's changed in medicine, right? It's the same way with us. Like a lot of times when people come to me with problems, it could be money issues or for, I am having a problem forgiving people, whatever. I don't care what it is. That's one of my go-to questions. How many, how much time have you spent researching about forgiveness, researching about money? Mm-hmm. And most of them are like, I don't know. Right. So I think even just reading a book together about money before you get married, right? Like researching or reading one together as you are married. Um, these things can have a profound impact, but you have to study to get good at anything. You have to practice. Another so, good thing is just, you know, okay, if somebody's challenging you, I would say also having a conversation on how you make money decisions. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Right? How do we, is this something where we need to have a conversation with each other right. if we're going to spend something that's over $200, over $500, right? Are we putting all the money into a joint account and we're, you know, saving towards a certain goal and then you can do whatever Else, you know, after the bills are paid, are we giving each other in a certain amount of money that we can just spend each month and then everything else is, you know, how are we making money decisions? And then I think the the challenges start to to come down. Right. So what this kind of looks like in the play when we meet with somebody or we, we call it, you got to you marry, you need to marry your finances. <laughs> right. Ooh. And so we're coming in and we're talking about, okay, let's, what are, what is everybody's goals here? Like, what does that, you know, look like short term, long term? Are you all in alignment? Once we start there, it's like, okay, let's back into this. First, we need to talk about savings, and then from there, it's okay. Well, do are you really real into sports? Mm-hmm. Do you? Some people are like, I just need to. I really like shopping. Okay, how much are we gonna spend on these things so that everybody do have what they need? Um, and and we're happy here, but the main goals for the household are still taken into consideration. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things I put on automatic. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that has to be paid every month, yes. the savings, mm-hmm. the investing. Mm-hmm. So I know whatever's left, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So you can. I'm a fan of auto pay, auto mm-hmm. everything. It's Take this, the emotion out of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I, I don't know which one of y'all to ask this question. So <laughs> the plan's been working. We're in a great place. But now one spouse is, hey, I want to do. How do you show that spouse, hey, I still love you, but we still need to stick to the plan. Like, how do how how do we get them to be accepting of that? Are you saying when one has, wants to have a lot more fun or is ready to, to do more with? Yeah, what's Got it. like you know, because many times somebody just 
does everything because the other one is like disconnected. And now all of a sudden they want to connect and then they see <laughs> and it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, wait, I'm on a, you know, maybe, maybe we don't need to save for. Okay. That. So basically Let's... you're saying one person has been running it and they've been a good saver. You have, you know, some money stacked away and then the next person comes in and now they're aware they go, hey. and now they want to splurge. You know, trip to Bali, Dubai, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how, how do you, how do you, have the conversation with the person, but still let them know I love you, but I don't think that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it to me, it depends, right? Because it, who's to say it's not a good thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes you have people, you there is such thing as oversaving, mm-hmm. right? And maybe right. you do have... This we we tell people all the time. Okay, why why are you not enjoying yourself? You do have a, a bucket here that um, is nice, and so there's, I think, a line between, um, just kind of hoarding cash and not being able to live and experience the things that you know can make you happy. Um, oh. It's just kind of determining. Okay, are we? Are we in the line? If your plan is is solid and you are in alignment to to meeting your goals, then I don't see a problem with being able to spend, enjoy, take a trip if it's yeah. In but but I think this goes to the root of why it is so important to have a written financial plan that you're using to guide your decision making. Because when you're just winging it out here, and there's all these different things that affect your money that you don't control with taxes, inflation, healthcare. I mean, you can go down the line. This is the problem. So there are a tremendous amount of people that we will run into, do a plan, and we can visually show them why they can do this trip. Okay? So unless they're trying to be the richest man right. or woman in the cemetery, right? right? But at the All end right. of the day, if you want to enjoy it, it's about knowing what's possible. And I think when you're in retirement especially, you you got to have some something guiding you. you so, know? so what I'm hearing is that, number one, I have to have an understanding of my finances. Single guy, single mm-hmm. woman what I'm doing. But then before I get married, if, if I want to be a couple in marriage, we really have to have that. I don't want to call it hard conversation, but authentic. Yeah. Conversation about this is where I am. This is, this is my debt. This Mm -hmm. is my, you know, this is the revenue I'm making. This is the money I'm bringing in. There's a clearly there's taxes, Mm -hmm. especially being in, you know, where you, everything in Wisconsin is 50-50, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you get married not knowing, and all of a sudden something happens, and all of a sudden, what do you mean I have an extra $100,000 of student loans? Like, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's yours now. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. And then finally, and, and I don't know what you would suggest, every six months, once a year, you know, after we make our plan and we're married and it's been, how 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 often do I do that? Um, at bare in terms of reviewing you know, mm-hmm. where you stand, um, at a bare minimum, you want to at least do that two times a year. Just mm. have you know, um, okay. I, I, you know, when you're in retirement, especially when you're kind of building up. Sometimes you're on autopilot, but the bare minimum one time. But I think two times a year is good when you're in retirement taking distributions. Just as check ins. And then so so from yeah from a plan perspective, mm-hmm. I would say yeah twice a year. But then from a family perspective, right. Mm-hmm. Right. I would say once a month, you know, Mm -hmm. you should be looking at each other and saying, "Okay, what is (laughs) happening here? And then as things come up. Right. If you got a raise, um, if you you know, Mm -hmm. if you lost a job, if you know, so all of these things are changing how you're going to, you know, um, 
how you're going to to approach, you know, life, you should probably review your plan. And it's funny because we go every year, we sit down and go, this is all the places we want to go. Yeah. These mm-hmm. are all the things we're going to do. How much is it going to cost? And then we divide it between that time and the time we're going. And we, and when it comes time, we just go, here you go, pay for it. Mm-hmm. And, forget mm-hmm. it. and sometimes I forget that mm-hmm. not everybody does that. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Most people don't. <laughs> but 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 in today's world, it's imperative that couples do that. Yeah. 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 And we will ask how many how many vacations do you all like to take each year? Like, what does that look like? Is At least it one big one? one? Yeah. And some people say, well, we want to get overseas one time. We and we take mm-hmm. a couple of small ones throughout the states, or you know, and and we try to factor that in. Wow. Um, I'm I'm you know I got all these kids, so you know you think about kids and extracurriculars yeah, and now yeah. they're in all of the activities <laughs> and is there AAU and is there, you know, all of those items wow. you want to be um, mindful of all of those expenses and how are those, you know, divvied up um, the, the clothes, you know, how much are we, you know, <laughs> so yeah. she paused when she said clothes, they grow out of so fast. Yes, they do. A lot of times, you know, there may be one person that's responsible for all of those things and they just, you know, are buying it because that's just, you know, kind of what they do. Mm -hmm. However, that's, you know, money that's, again, coming out of the pot that should just be talked about. What, who's, you know, how much are we allocating towards these things? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I know I've said this like many times, like, you know, time is more important than money, but energy is more important than time because if you don't have the right energy, time doesn't matter. So really what this is, is it's a test to um, test your communication and your resolve around protecting your partner's energy. Um, if you get to a place where you're comfortable doing really, really well and coming home to someone who has poor energy, and you know if you're at peace with that, that could be problematic over time, yeah. right? So yeah. it's not your job to you know make your spouse happy, but I do think it is your job to want to make your spouse happy. Yeah. And, and I think you can get to a better place. So just... You know, the money can become a very draining thing in one's life and to the family and overall. And I think when we see happy families are those who talk and are truthful about what they're experiencing, that way they can actually address the end. Foundational things couples need. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That was, yes. I love, man. Now I got to go home and redo some stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, before, before you go, I've got some talking texts that I want to give you because they're putting phone numbers in here now oh. and they want to talk to you. Um, and, and if I want to get in touch or somebody wants to get in touch, how, how do they do that? Erica Wright, that NM.com. Yep. Or you can give us a call at 414-615-1855. All right. Thank you much. Northwestern Mutual Financial Empowerment. Thank you. No problem. J.B. Bell, Erica Wright, Bell and Wright. Financial group. There we go. Put some respect on it. Notice how she, she, <laughs> she, she didn't let me finish. You gotta say it right. That's why I always look at her. Yeah, but yeah, but when we but when we go to break, I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about how she paused when she talked about clothes. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanna know. Man. <laughs> You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We'll be right back. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Financial empowerment. Northwestern Mutual, Bell and Wright Agency. And so they talked about a lot of things that are just seem like it's basic, but it's really not. And and you have to do a really good job at making sure you set yourself up to pay off debt, save and invest. And that means you may not be able to do a lot of things. Like I spent a lot of years not going on really good vacations, you know, going to organizational conventions and tacking a few days on it so that I could, you know, so we could go on vacation. And so Sometimes you have to do that until, you know, the kids are grown and gone. And then you can kind of take the, you know, just go have some fun. And so I think it's important to remember that. And so uh, people get into a lot of trouble with, you know, arguing about money and arguing about how to do things. And that, that ongoing conversation even if you disagree in a respectful way is better than not having a conversation at all and getting surprised when things go bad and you have to make changes and make, make adjustments when you really didn't have to, had you known ahead of time how to do things. Don't you hate when you're looking for something? Hmm. Don't you love when you hide things from yourself? Hey, want to remind you, the Black-Owned Business Give Back is back. We have, again, teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2020. 23. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback, all one word, dot com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the new 1017 The Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, a member, FDIC. Also, <clears throat> the day is coming up. Uh, award-winning 1017 The Truth, that's us. Our sophomore year celebration is almost here. That's Friday. We'll be celebrating in style with some of our lucky Truth fans who won our tickets. Uh, if you didn't win, don't worry. I'll be broadcasting live from 4 to 6 on Friday. The anniversary celebration is presented by American Family Insurance, Northwestern Mutual, Gruber Law Offices, Associated Bank, sponsored by the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Now, we also want to say a special thank you to our food sponsors, which I got to try to avoid, but you know how it is when you have food and they're all black owned, like Atwood Highway Barbecue Company, because I'm, um, yeah, Concordia Red Elephant Chocolate, because everybody likes sea salt chocolate. So, you know, you know what's happening with that. Great Jack Cafe, Goody Gourmets. Uh oh, be eating a lot of popcorn and Delicious Bites, LLC. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris.